0: Well, hello there, everybody of the world and internets. Uh, Welcome to another episode of Talking a Bunch of Hoopla. One, I'm sorry if I sound congested. Uh, I don't know what's happening. I'm dying, apparently. But this week, I'm going to be talking about the AFC and NFC wildcard games, doing a recap on that, doing a prediction for the AFC and NFC divisional games coming up next week, talking about, you know, the future of the Dallas Cowboys now that Jason Garrett's out and Mike McCarthy's officially in which was announced like a little over an hour, hour and a half ago, I think, go into the, let's see what I have on my notes, uh, the future of the Patriots. You know, whether or not Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are, you know, no longer a tandem. You know, is Tom Brady going to, you know, show out and maybe try to get a nice little contract and move on to another team in the future and, you know, see re- really whether or not who really is the driving force for the Patriots. You know, is it them as a team or is it one of the other? We'll get into that. And also, future of the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, is Carson Wentz the future of that team? Let's just get right into it. So the first game of the week was the Buffalo Bills versus Houston, Houston Texans. Excuse me. I was at work when that game happened, so I wasn't able to watch the full thing, but I saw highlights. Uh, it seemed like, though, in the beginning, Bills were playing great. Uh, Josh Allen apparently is now a wide receiver, quarterback, and a running back. Because here are his stats for the game. So passing-wise, he went... 24 for 46, 264 yards with no touchdowns. Then he went, he had nine carries on 92 yards rushing, averaging 10.2 yards carry. And to top it all off, he had one reception for 16 yards and a touchdown. And John Brown, wide receiver, threw the touchdown pass. So good for him. But even though you play three different positions, you know, you tried your best. Obviously, it wasn't enough to beat the Houston Texans who came back. From at one point, it was a 16 8 game I saw. And then, you know, Buffalo sco- scored a field goal at one point. And then from there, Houston was like, you know what? Oh, we're going to stop playing. We're going to stop playing around and actually win the game. Because even go, look, first two quarters, it was 13 nothing, Second half comes. Bills scored uh, two field goals in the third and fourth quarter. While the Texans scored eight points in the third quarter and 11 points in the fourth quarter. While obviously. Scoring the game-winning field goal in overtime to beat the Buffalo Bills to now play the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah, Deshaun Watson is a lot different. You know, a lot of people say he's like the next. And I'm, I'm not. I'm trying to. How can I say this without sounding like you know, like a bad person? He's getting getting compared as like the Michael Jordan of the NFL, which I don't know about that. I say it's more Patrick Mahomes, but that's just my opinion on that. Like for example. Statistic-wise, Deshaun Watson went twenty for twenty-five, two hundred forty-seven yards and a touchdown. He also went for uh fourteen carries, fifty-five yards and a touchdown, averaging three point nine yards a carry. Uh, let's see what else we have. I mean, Dandre Hopkins six receptions, ninety yards. Not really surprising. Uh, Will Fuller was out this game, which isn't too shocking because he's kind of had kind of been in and out of the lineup a lot, you know, due to injuries and such. So. It also seemed like the um, Texas defense stepped it up a bit. You know, you had uh, Whitney Marshalls getting a sack, J.J. Watt getting a sack after being out for, like, I think it was, like, four, three to four months or something like that with a, I believe it was a pectoral issue. But, you know, everybody was all cheering on him, you know, excited for him to come back. And, you know, having him obviously definitely just make your defense all that better. And now that, you know, the team leader is officially back, so it's like, that I'm sure that energy just helps the whole team kind of get back on page. At least I would assume it would. Now that the Texans have moved on, like I said, they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs next week in Kansas City. That's gonna be a tough game, more for the Texans than it is the Chiefs, in my opinion. Not that the Texans are a, like a bad team or anything like that. It's just Patrick Mahomes is just different. You know what he does in the field how he handles the offense, the speed that the Kansas City Chiefs have, whether it's, you know, their wide receivers or running backs, hell, even Travis Kelsey. Dude's a big dude, but he could could run. He's got some speed on him. You know, I think that's going to be tough for the, you know, the Texans defense because they're not super great, but like I said, having J.J. Watt back helped the overall defense kind of get it together a bit, so we'll see what happens. I think it'll be like a close game, but probably by like a touchdown, maybe like 10 points or so, but... I'm gonna give it to the Chiefs on that, and then make them go to the AFC Championship with that. So next game that we have is the Titans versus Patriots in Foxborough. So I caught the like second half of the game because I was at work Saturday, so I wasn't able to watch the games. Titans beat the Patriots twenty to thirteen. I was not that I was surprised by the score. I thought it would be a little bit more high scoring, but the fact that the Patriots lost isn't surprising. You know, even at 12-4, and a lot of people are like, oh, this team is done. They're not, you know. Tom Brady's no longer the Tom Brady that he used to be and just shitting on the Patriots, which I get. You know, they aren't the Patriots of yesteryear. Sure, their defense has been better, and the focal point of this year's team, while the offense has struggled, Tom Brady has had issues, but also, you know, Antonio Brown not being there doesn't help. I believe, like, some of the wide receivers have had injuries as well over the season, so that's not helping either. And the running game doesn't seem to be where it it should be, it seems like. You know, I don't see Sony Michel just out here getting at like 900,000 yards rushing on the season. Actually, let me double check that because I don't want to be wrong in saying that and he does. Because that would be very awkward for me. But I just said that and got that completely wrong. But thankfully, the internet exists. so we pull it up right quick. So yeah, so he had 912 yards rushing this year. So not a 1,000, but hey, I thought, you know, he did better than I thought he did. So Because last year, let's see what he had at. Oh, well, last year he only had 931 yards receiving wise wasn't a lot it wasn't too big on that but see let's see where his stats are compared to last season though you know he's had less yards he's not he has more touchdowns by like one though less yards per attempt less yards per game so yeah it's it's gone down a bit and i know they try to with their kind of running core and they try to just spread the ball as much as possible with him burkhead and so on so it's you know but derrick henry though derrick henry is just a Fucking animal his stats on the game if you aren't aware he had 34 carries for 182 yards breaking a previous titans record for most rushing yards in a playoff game by Eddie george they was i think he had 162 and he had a touchdown as well ryan Tannehill didn't look super great he went eight for 15 72 yards a touchdown and an interception but you need to play that great when you have derrick henry running for 182 yards you know there's that that definitely helps um also uh, Logan Ryan got interception toward the end of the game to pretty much solidify the fact that hey, Patriots lost. Have a good, night. have a good rest of your day. But the thing now everyone's talking about is whether or not you know Tom Brady's gonna stay. Where is he gonna go? Is he gonna like go to Chargers? Is he gonna go to another team? Blah blah blah. I'll get to that later. But it's like they ask all these questions that, like just as the game ended, it's like God, give the guy like five minutes. The guy just lost, and you're like, hey, so uh, your future? What's that like? What are you doing? Please tell us. He's like, dude, I don't. I just lost. I don't give a fuck right now. I wanna go home. I'm pissed because I suck now. And you know, I wanna cry. But it is what it is. The Titans will play the Baltimore Ravens next week in Baltimore. I think that game is gonna be probably such a run heavy game that's gonna be insane. You know, I have the utmost faith in the Baltimore run defense. Containing Derrick Henry is gonna to be tough, to be honest. I'm not gonna act like they're gonna just dominate. I mean, if they do, that's great. Derrick Henry's a big boy. That man, that's that's a big that man's fucking he, he's a linebacker who's a running back essentially like that's not fair as long as i feel like they can handle the running game against the titans they have a really good shot to win because Tannehill's he's good you know he played well in the last half of the season as a starting quarterback for the titans but he's still not like this elite quarterback to where you have to worry you know you can shut him down a bit pressure him get him kind of uncomfortable, make him make bad throws, and then it's like, okay, cool, we got that. But, excuse me, if you handle Derrick Henry, though, that kind of is like, fuck, now you have to rely on Tannehill more and or whether or not he shuts up to the plate. I don't think he will. There's that. Also, for Titans, handling Lamar Jackson in their run game is also tough. Sure, you, you can put a hold on, you know... Lamar Jackson, but then you still have Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards, you know, regard or Richard, however, say his last name, the fullback. And, you know, even if that doesn't work out, you know, Lamar Jackson still throws his tight ends all the time handling Mark Andrews, Dick Boyle, you know, uh, Hayden Hurst. And also, if they feel like it, you know, just throw a deep threat to uh, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, you know, also, you know, it's there's there's options. You know, Chris Moore, so on and so forth. And it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, I mean, I think that's going to be probably a really close game, in my opinion. I don't think it's going to be one side or the other is going to dominate the other. I think it's going to be a tough, close game. Obviously, I want Baltimore to win because I'm a Baltimore fan. A uh, duh. I don't have to say that, but I will. just in case someone's like, you're a bandwagon fan, no, no, sir. Or madam, or they. I don't know. I don't know your gender. But. You know, either way, these AFC playoffs are going to be great. It's going to be interesting. The Patriots' future is now in question, and I think the country as a whole kind of united behind that. You know, and we'll see, we'll see what happens from there. But now on to the NFC side. So now to the NFC first game Minnesota Vikings versus the New Orleans Saints was a good game I really enjoyed it was surprised that the Vikings beat the Saints though I feel like a lot of people had Saints in their Super Bowl predictions this year but oof that's a big oof because uh that sucks for y'all um (laughs) Kirk Cousins played all right he went 19 for 31 242 yards and a touchdown uh Dalvin Cook 28 carries 94 yards two touchdowns and the one touchdown by Kirk Cousins was to Kyle Rudolph which should have been a flag but you know uh, it is what it is. Another year, another chance for the Saints to get pissed because the refs fucking hate them for some odd reason. Um, yeah, back-to-back years, Saints just getting fucked by the refs. Yeah, cause that that should have been called by Kyle Rudolph, but uh, you know, doesn't really matter now. I'm sure the NFL will probably put a statement out or you know have someone from their kind of like headquarters of refereeing to be like, hey, yeah, that they fucked up, they fucked that one up. We'll see what they say if they say anything at all. Um, but yeah, I that's that's sad. Um, Drew Brees though on the Saints side, twenty-six for thirty-three, two hundred eight yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Taysom Hill, what a guy. One pass, fifty yards, four carries, fifty yards. This guy can do it all. He also had two receiving uh two receptions, excuse me, for twenty five yards and a touchdown. So look at that. Look at him. Look at him just crushing it. Yeah, Taysom Hill, he's just a difference maker for the Saints. What a great pickup for him. You know, he's been playing great for them the last couple seasons. Honestly, for the Saints, thought they played well. You know, defensively, they could have been a little better. But, you know, they, they did all right. You know, they played well. You know, Trey Hendrickson, Cam Jordan, Janoris Jenkins all had, like, sacks, half a sack. I, it, for a while, though, it kind of felt like Kirk Cousins was going to go into the old Kirk Cousins where it's like, all right, he'll play well. But then when it comes down to it, it's like, maybe, you know, it's not going to maybe he's not going to live up to the you know the hype of like the prime time because i think in the at least for monday nights he's like oh and nine so you know under the bright lights with all the pressure on not too great but you know he's changed he shocked the world before he's done it again even though it's debatable whether or not you know they should have had that touchdown but you know again he neither here nor there now you know thought the saints were gonna come back and be able to you know take their crown, go back to the division and try to go for Super Bowl this year because they looked w- really well all season. You know, even when Drew Brees was out, Teddy Bridgewater was playing well. Um, Kirk Cousins, you know, stepped up to- toward the end and really played well, I thought, but got a little scary at the end. So, you know, we'll see how they do next week. I believe they play the 49ers next week. So that's going to be tough for the Vikings offense because the 49ers defense has been playing phenomenal all season. You know, they've had a little bit of bumps in the road there, but nothing too, you know, worrisome. Just the 49 offense, passing-wise, is really, the I think, the issue. Because running, rushing game, like rushing-wise, Monster last few games, has been playing lights out. Dude's been crushing it. So as long as they can keep that going, I think they'll be good. Because if you get, I don't know, Jimmy, I love Jimmy G. If you know me, I'm a huge Jimmy G fan, big supporter. But not the greatest quarterback, at least right now. I say that as if he is gonna be one day. I don't think he will, but it just seems like you know, without the rushing game, the four will be a little, little rough on the offensive side because he's on the greatest passer, and you know, obviously having Debo Samuel step up last few games, trading for Emmanuel Sanders, who's played well, I think. Well, at least I think in my in my opinion, I think I, I feel he's played well. That's what I mean. You know, it, it's just it's gonna be interesting to see how. The Vikings defense steps up and handles the uh ers offense because I do honestly though it seems like a lot of the, like for the last few years or however long you know people have been saying this everyone's like oh the NFL is a passing league which it is it's fair but it seems like this season's been more like run heavy a lot you know Derrick Henry's gone off NFL rushing leader just has the rushing title this season you know Lamar Jackson first quarterback since Michael Vick to have over a thousand rushing yards Mark Ingram had a thousand rushing yards it's like all these running backs. It's a really good year to be a running back for most teams. A lot of people are playing well, a lot of people are rushing the ball more, which I think is great, you know. I like a nice balance between passing and rushing, in my opinion. You know, it creates more fun and, you know, figuring out what's going to happen next. Are they going to pass it? Is it going to be a play action? We're doing a screen. What's going to happen? Let's find out in the next episode. Do I think the 49ers could beat the Vikings? Yes. Do I think the Vikings beat the 49ers? We'll see. I, I would love to see the Vikings in the NFC Championship against either the Seahawks or Packers. Even them in the Super Bowl, I know that's a far stretch. And hey, there's a chance they're you know they're one game away from NFC Championship, two games away for Super Bowl. It's very it's very it's very possible. You know they could shock the world. That would be the thing. You know Kirk Cousins gets a Super Bowl ring, gets you know gets everyone talking about him. Well, it's one step at a time. There's no need to rush. Sorry for the Saints fans. You know, I thought y'all had some this year. It looked like it. There was a lot of promise, but played your best. Got fucked by the refs again. It's just now this is the storyline for the Saints, and I'm sure Sean Payton is probably, you know, extremely pissed and probably going to try to swing at our referee sooner or later. Let's talk about the New England Patriots. Like I said earlier in the podcast, they lost to the Titans 20-13, to 13, and now their future, you know, is in the balance. There's a lot of talk of Tom Brady leaving after this season, maybe playing for the Chargers, maybe playing for, like, another team in the NFC. You know, I've heard people talk about maybe the Giants or maybe the Panthers or other teams like that, teams who have, like, these... Head coaching vacancies because he may go with Josh McDaniels, depending on where he goes. I honestly really don't see Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. He seems like one of those guys that's, you know, when it comes to the end of his career and he's looking back on his legacy, that he stayed on one team his whole career, you know, brought them tons of success, made them so much money, made all the fans happy, and then he retires like that. Um, Unless he wants to go the Peyton Manning route, you know, bring one team tons of success, go to another team, bring them success and then retire and then they're not good anymore that may happen to the Patriots as well but I guess I mean a lot of people say the Chargers because you know Phillip Rivers seems like they may be on the um outs with him I I don't know it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens I'm curious though to see if he does leave with Josh McDaniels since they've been you know that tandem for so long um even though Josh McDaniels had his tenure in the NFL as a head coach and sure didn't go super well but it's it's very possible, you know, having Tom Bray as your quarterback, that would make that process a little bit easier than the second time around. Obviously, the Cowboys are out, obviously, because they have Dak Prescott, but also they just hired Mike McCarthy. Washington's out because they have Ron Rivera, and I, I don't see them doing that. Um, they have Dwayne Haskins, a young quarterback, who I think, you know, under Ron Rivera is going to be, you know, is going to really do, he's going to, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm having a fucking heart attack here. A heart attack? That's not that's not okay. I shouldn't say that. I apologize. I'm having a brain meltdown here. Um, he has the potential to be really great under Ron Rivera, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes, if he goes anywhere. One of the reporters though after the after the game asked him, you know, is he gonna retire? He goes, Very unlikely. And I don't think he'll retire after this season, like to be honest. If for example, he stays you know for another year plays another year and this happens again where they don't make it past you know the divisional or wild card i can see him probably retiring at that point because he's like all right you know we went back to back years we didn't make it to the afc championship and the super bowl i think it's my time i think that's me i think that's universe telling me that's it like we need to step back and get get our shit together again and also to the big question everyone asks when it comes to the patriots is whether or not you know the success is both of them together is it Belichick more than Brady? Is it Brady more than Belichick? I mean I I mean, I think it's both of them, obviously. You know, Belichick is a great coach, you know, defensively he's one of the best coaches ever. He's proven that not just on the Patriots, but his time with the Giants. And uh, the Browns as well. They had a decent defense when he was there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting future for the Patriots. There's actually a tweet I want to pull up that kind of describes how I feel about all of this. It was from um, Nick Wright. He's on like Fox Sports, I believe it is, or I I don't know. I really don't watch sports TV like that to be honest. Let me see. Let me pull it up here. Okay, I found it. So here it goes. Patriots run the last 20 years was the most impressive, probable, and difficult one in history. It will never be duplicated. It was also accompanied with multiple credible cheating scandals and an insufferable fan base. On behalf of the entire country outside of New England, good ratings. Now, that's a little harsh, but I, it's it seems, you know, that's how everybody else feels. It's not just me. It's not just people in my area. It's. Pretty much most NFL fans. You know, I know Patriots fans say, oh, we hate because they're winners and blah, blah, blah. I honestly think if the fans weren't as fucking bad as they are, if the people would be like, all right, you know, they'd be like, oh, yeah, the Patriots, cool, whatever. I mean, among the cheating skills and everything, because anytime the pages do anything, if it's good, Pager fans, you know, ride hard for their team, which is great for them, but they take it excessively, in my opinion, they go a little too far, but when it comes to anything they do wrong, it's like, no, we didn't do anything wrong, it's like, no, 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 we're fine, we cheated, no, we didn't, we didn't do that at all, if it was vice versa, and another team did the same thing, it's like, oh, you cheaters, you fucking, you should lose all, you know, your wins this season, and it's like, that, but you you did you okay, you did the same thing, but you didn't okay. It's like you're backpedaling. It's like you guys can't decide whether or not it's like we're perfect, we're great, but you your rest of y'all are are shit. It's what happens when you're a spoiled kid for your whole life and you know, you don't go through that rough turmoil in your life. You know, have that silver spoon fed to you your whole life, everything's great. But it gets a little tough, you're like, No 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 don't don't do that. It's not no it's fine. Nothing's happening, nothing's wrong, everything's fine stop it yeah it's like I said if the fan base was like any other fan base could have been like a Ravens or a Chiefs or you know but obviously there are fans in each fan base that take it too far and are assholes for the majority of it most fan bases are good and they're decent but Patriot fans just take it to another level that doesn't need to go to makes everybody hate you specifically and it's like I feel like some fans should take a step back and be like you know what Maybe we're doing something wrong. That's, that's, but no one wants to admit that they've done anything wrong or they're too excessive. But I guess they have nothing else to do at this point. But I'm not going to argue anymore with Patriot fans because they are who they are. You know, no matter what Patriot fan you run into, whether of any age, you know, gender, race, they're all the same. They all act the same. It's like there's like this like shield in front of them that protects them from being honest. It's like they can't address the fact that sometimes, hey, they lose, but when they lose, it's not their fault. It's something happens or, Someone did something wrong, but, you know, it is what it is with that. Um, but my final thought is on the Patriots, though. My My biggest thing is I want to see them after Belichick and Brady. You know, who do they bring in to, like, keep that momentum going? I apologize for that horn. People are outside are nightmares, apparently. But, yeah, I want to see them after this because let's say Brady leaves. Let's say Belichick maybe has a couple more seasons. I'm sure he'll coach a lot longer than that. But let's say, for example, he, like, coaches two more seasons. You know, does Josh McDaniels go back to New England to be the head coach? Do they hire? Do they bring someone within? Do they hire someone out? That's that's where I want to see. You know, is Jared Stidham you know their future or do they get another quarterback in this year's draft? I, it's it's a lot of questions. I think should be that'll be answered soon enough. I don't like I said. I really don't see Tom Brady leaving the Patriots anytime soon. I just don't think he'd do that. But maybe he does. Maybe he's like you know what? I'm in the mood to make a shit ton of money. I'm a winner. And I'm I'm trying to get fucking paid. Fuck this. I'm taking these cheap contract shit. I'm trying to get the bet. I want a $100 million. What if he's like, you know what? I want $100 million. Pay me my shit. He may get that. He may not, actually. I don't think he will, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens in this off season. going to be a lot of questions, a lot of eyes on the Patriots, see how they do. See if, you know, they come back or, you know, they decide to, like, fold and just whisk away and into the to to the, to, the, to the fields. I know I couldn't think of anything good with that. With that, let me know your thoughts. You know, what do you think about the future of the Patriots? You know, do you think Tom Brady's going to leave? Do you think he'll stay? You know, do you think Josh McDaniels is going to be the head coach? Do you think he'll surprisingly stay for the Patriots? You know, and who do you think is really the leader behind the Patriots' success? Is it Belichick? Is it Brady? Or is it both of them? Please let me know. So some quick predictions for the AFC and NFC divisional rounds. Uh, Baltimore versus Tennessee. Uh, I'm super biased. Uh, Baltimore, 100%. I think Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram, Ravens offense in general, it's going to do what they always do. Just run the ball. And if, you know, when the defense thinks they got the, you know, running game down, they're like, all right, I bet we're going to pass it. And he'll throw for like four or five touchdowns, if anything. But I don't, think that, I don't think he'll throw for four or five touchdowns. But what I'm saying is, no matter what happens, I think Baltimore will have an answer for however the titans defense wants you know wants to think they figured it out you know they'll be able to switch it up do i think derrick henry is going to be like stopped completely no i think he'll have probably over 100 rushing yards but i don't think he'll have more than like a touchdown if any to be honest um i think Tannehill is going to be just pressured a lot because baltimore loves just blitzing the quarterback they're going to disrupt him a lot and throw him off and i think that's going to be a lot of trouble for him so I, i i don't know i'm more I'm not too confident in the Titans' defense, personally, but I think overall it would be a good game. Uh, for the Chiefs and Texans, I'm going to go Chiefs. I just think Patrick Mahomes, like I said, is he's such a different type of player, and he's able to make plays. I mean, he's not super fast, but, you know, he can scram out of the pocket and make something into magic. Um, you know, they have... The speed when it comes to wide receivers and Hill, so on and so forth. I think they have Spencer Ware. I don't know if they signed him. I don't remember. But, you know, who they have at running back. I don't know. Who do they have at running back, actually? So, Damien Williams is pretty much, it seems like, going to be the top option. I don't know about Lashawn McCoy. I don't know if he's still injured. Not a 100% sure. But, yeah, Damien Williams, I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm sure he'll get his 100 rushing yards a game. It's going to be good. I think the uh, I think like I said it's gonna be a close game. I don't think it's gonna be like a blowout or anything because Deshaun Watson is definitely not gonna let that happen. Hopefully, having JJ Watt back in the lineup definitely helped. He's that changing factor that's really gonna now that the Chiefs are like all right shit now we gotta like now we gotta prepare for him too now so you know we'll see what happens. I think that you know the Chiefs defense has also stepped up a lot in the second half this season tyron matthews played lights out this year you know the chiefs d-line played great i don't, i know it's gonna be good let's i want to see how these offenses handle the defenses i think though once like one team kind of gets the momentum it's gonna take a lot for you know whoever has it to kind of catch back but it's it's good i think it's gonna be great to see patrick mahomes and deshaun watson play in the playoffs and everyone's gonna talk about you know how mitchell trubisky was picked before them and how they're playing great, better than him, and blah, 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 and how they're like, future NFL and all that shit. I mean, this is the future of the NFL here. One of these two guys are going to play for an AFC Championship and possibly a Super Bowl. Either way, I'm going Chiefs, though. I think it'll be like a close game. I said by like 10 points, so it's going to be fun. 49ers and Vikings, I'm going to say 49ers. Um, I just think not found the The 49ers defense, I don't know what the hell that was. 49ers defense is going to be the game changer of this game. Um, Vikings have a good defense, but they're not, like, great. I honestly believe that if the 49 can get their rushing game going early and kind of set that precedent, then they'll be able to, you know, really handle the game well. Obviously, the, the 49ers defense will have to handle Dalvin Cook, which I think they can do, but I think also he'll have times where he'll try to create good momentum by getting, like, these 20, 25-yard, 30, like, Long rushing yards, uh, like drives, and honestly, I want to see how Kirk Cousins does though against this team in the playoffs because regular season is different, you know, however that goes. But playoff time just opens a whole new field, everyone resets. Also, let's see how the Fortniteers do on a week off. You know, they haven't played in two weeks. That's also, but also the same thing you can say for you know, the Packers. Chiefs and Ravens, you know, they've all had time off, able to, you know, just study the teams that, you know, that they may be playing and you know, it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes. I'm giving the edge to the 49ers. I, like I said, the defense, I think it's gonna be the deciding factor and how this game goes now for the packers versus the seattle seahawks i don't know why i had to emphasize the sea and seahawks but i did this is the game i'm honestly besides the ravens game i'm most looking forward to because it's russell wilson versus aaron Rodgers, and that's just like it's i think it's gonna be a pass heavy game i don't think you know, I think Marshall Lynch will play well for the Seahawks, but I don't think he'll be, like, 100 yards rushing. It's going to crush it. Because also him splitting the, you know, the carries with Travis Homer, mainly why as well. But I just think that I think the Packers will be able to kind of handle them a bit. Not that their rush defense is amazing, but, you know, I think it's, I believe it's fairly decent. See Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, he's he's a different animal. Same thing with Russell Wilson. You know, these guys just turn on a different switch and proved that these guys are some of the top, you know, quarterbacks in the league. And Russell Wilson, possible MVP you know, he's in the running for that, and, you know, also, I want to see how uh, Matt LaFleur does, I think that's his last name, or however you say it, the new head coach for the Packers, you know, see if he's able to step up to the challenge, you know, had a good regular season this year, and let's see how they, you know, how he does come playoff time in his first head coaching playoff, you know, season, so, honestly, it's gonna be good, but I think, though, I mean, I would say the weather will be a factor, but Seattle plays in Washington, and a lot of it's just rain and all that, and they've dealt with snow before, so I'm sure it's gonna be good. You know, I'm sure it's gonna be cold and it's gonna suck. It may snow. I don't know the weather like right now for Wisconsin, but if it does, that would be even better. See how they handle that in the snow. Ah, if I had to pick a team though to say who's gonna win, I'm gonna say the Seahawks. To be honest, I'm going to say I think I'll probably go to overtime. It's going to go by like a field goal. You know, I think it's going to be close game very much like a very good back and forth on offense. Defense will probably have slight issues, you know, especially with Adam Jones. You know, he's been playing phenomenally all season. You know, one of the top running backs this, this year. So I think if Seattle can really put a handle on him and really get to aaron Rodgers, then we'll see how it goes but if not then aaron rogers gonna be like all right i'm gonna have to hail mary the shit out of this game throw a hail mary from the other side of the end zone and then score a touchdown and win the game i don't think that's gonna happen but knowing packers history and aaron Rodgers, he'll probably that's probably how the game's gonna end is by hail mary so but let me know your thoughts you know who do you have between the ravens and titans chiefs and texans green bay and seattle uh minnesota versus san francisco Please let me know your thoughts. So let me get on some quick things before I end the podcast because it's coming to an end soon. The Jason Garrett Cowboys Mike McCarthy situation. So like I said earlier in the podcast, Jason Garrett was announced yesterday. He will no longer be the head coach, and it was announced a few hours ago, depending on when you're hearing this, or the day before, yet a couple days ago or whatever. That Mike McCarthy is now the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Well, that's a that to me that's like a huge upgrade. You know, Mike McCarthy had tons of success with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers he's honestly gonna make Dak Prescott a way better quarterback than he already is you know Jason Garrett is doing great with what he had somewhat I I, I use saying great lightly but yeah it it was time for Jason Garrett to you know move on from the Cowboys the only thing though with Mike McCarthy is I hope this is the change Jerry Jones needs for himself because he has too much power within an organization for them to succeed if he lets Mike McCarthy do his job properly and Maybe bring in some guys that he feels is best. You know, let Mike McCarthy and his team, along obviously with you and your your team as well, work together to make an equal partnership to get this team to where y'all want to be, bringing it back to the Super Bowl and winning again and all that stuff. Then this is gonna be like another thing of where Jerry Jones pretty much just has this guy that he doesn't give enough power to, and it's like, well, I'm I'm the owner, I'm the president, I do what I want. It's like, hey, hey stop. You're not good at it, apparently. Please stop. I think if he lets Mike McCarthy be Mike McCarthy, this team can have success for years to come. You know, he'll be able to turn around this offense within the year, and they're going to be probably, my guess, hot prediction. They're going to win the NFC East next season. I think the Redskins will finish second. I think Ron Rivera is going to turn this team around as well. I think the Cowboys... Under Mike McCarthy, and depending on who their DC is, I can see them going like twelve and four, like eleven and 5, 12 and four. Because this year they've they they they're too talented to not make the playoffs. Like that's the thing. They Zeke Elliott is a great running back. Dak, Dak Prescott, excuse me, is a really good quarterback, has the potential to be a great quarterback. You know they have Amari Cooper, Randall Cobb, Michael Gallup is coming to his own. They need to figure out their tight end situation. Because as much as everybody loves Jason Garrett. Uh, The fact that he's like 48,000 years old and is still playing, no, shouldn't be okay. They need to find a successor to him, but I'm sure they can find someone in the draft this year and... You know, undrafted or free agency or something, but you know their defense is young. But there's tons of talent on the defense. It's like they have too much to work with for them to not make the playoffs and go like and not even win the division. I think Mike McCarthy is going to turn this team around, e- even if they may not they may not be great next season. Within the next couple of years, everyone's like, "Oh, the Dallas Cowboys are back. America team is back." That whole shit, and then we got to deal with that shit now. So, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with that, and also. I'm curious to see what happens with Jason Garrett. Do I think he'll get a head coaching job this year? Maybe. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I can see like the Giants maybe doing that. I don't think the Browns because they seem to have their sights on a couple guys, and I don't know if he's it. Maybe he just takes a year off, kind of just reevaluates his stuff and or maybe he just goes back to the offensive coordinator route, you know? Work for a team, being a, like an assistant coach, maybe like a specific like quarterback coach or something, or you know, kind of just build up his reputation again so that in a couple years people are like, Oh okay. He's he's slowly he's proven that he can, you know, do well again and maybe we'll give one other chance at a head coach and then you can go from there. But yeah, right now he needs to really rebuild his kind of his kind of, you know, his worth. I guess, in a sense. Because these last 10 years, they haven't done anything. Even with Tony Romo, they did nothing. Let me know your thoughts on that as well. And the final thing I want to get into is this whole Carson Wentz-Eagles thing. Now, am I going to say that the Eagles should get rid of Carson Wentz because he's injury-prone, blah, blah, blah? No. What happened in the game against the Seahawks, wasn't Carson Wentz's fault, Carson Wentz, excuse me, I blame the Dave Van Clowney, that looked like he was just targeting, and he'll probably get fined or something for that, he'll get disciplined in some way, but what they really need to worry about is their backup situation, you know, they had it great with Nick Foles, who is basically a starting quarterback, which I don't know what's going to happen with him in Jacksonville, but, you know, they had a good in Philadelphia for a bit, you know, Carson Wentz goes down. Nick Foles steps up to the plate. Wins him a Super Bowl. Almost did it again the next year. Goes to the playoffs. But they got close and lost. But still, they almost went back to back. Would have thought. You know, what they feel like they need to do is, in this coming draft or, you know, maybe in trades or something, find like a a successor to Carson Wentz. Because sooner or later, I mean, hopefully it doesn't keep happening. But I don't know if he's going to get injured again or something's going to happen to where Carson Wentz can't play. And you need someone to back him up. And Josh McCowan... Is not the answer. He's not a bad quarterback, but he's not a great quarterback. He's an eh. Dude came out of retirement and he, you know, he did his part, even though he didn't play well when, you know, he, uh, Carson Wentz was out. But um yeah, they need to figure that out because, you know, obviously they no longer have Nick Foles and it looks like Josh McCowan will probably go back into retirement. I'm sure there's quarterbacks in the draft that they can look to to, you know, put behind Wentz just to get him ready so that just in case some happens, you have another viable option who will stay there for a while. And you know, be the backup, or fuck it, get rid of Carson Wentz. I don't think they're gonna do that, of course, and I don't think they should. But let me know your thoughts on everything I've talked about today. You know, do you think Carson Wentz should? You know, do do you think they should get like a backup, like a proper backup for him, someone that can actually, you know, stay there and help them just in case something happens? You know, are you excited about Mike McCarthy going to the Cowboys? Who do you think is gonna win these divisional games? Are you so? Do you think Jason Garrett, Jason Garrett, will get a job soon? Please let me know your thoughts. Also, quick little thing, Tua Tagovailoa just declare for the draft so that's fun i wish the best for him hopefully he recovers in time for the draft and like all the combine and workouts and such because you know teams are going to want to evaluate him when that time comes and hopefully he's healthy enough healthy enough to you know be able to take these workouts and show teams what he's got that's all i have for today i thank you all for taking the time to listen to this podcast happy new year you know i'm very happy hopefully you had a safe healthy And good new year. Hopefully the year is going well for you so far. Uh, If you want to listen to the podcast. And if you want to share it. uh, Podcasts available on Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Google Play. SoundCloud. Stitcher. And any other third party apps you may use to listen to podcasts. As well as please rate the podcast as well. That definitely helps if you give it a rating. Give it an honest rating. You know if you feel it's a three star two star. Do it. Be honest. Don't lie. Feel your truth. And I will see you all next Monday.